0: You don't know
1: Thank mm-hmm. you. Will be reminded on the day when we meet. insha'Allah uh, under the alayhi wa arrihi wa wa sallam. And this chapter actually provides us what are called usool, the foundations of this relationship with Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, that is necessary. For us to have the revival of Islam We have to begin to think about Islam as a revival And the revival of the Muslim Ummah Of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam This is very important That Islam becomes what motivates us What pushes us What we live for is for Allah And until we do that inshallah, We will continue to to go through difficulties SubhanAllah Nahnu Azazina Allah Ta'ala islam As Sayyidina Umar used to say Anhu We are a people that Islam bring brought um, Alhamdulillah Respect to So in Sultan Jumu'ah We find the foundations Alhamdulillah of, of this reform Those who are the sayer To Allah oh, this Of Allah And Sheikh Ahmed al dardir he defines this path to Allah is ta'at to Amri Taala Wa an nafs wa That the path to Allah is very simple. To obey Allah and oppose the nafs. To obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and oppose evil. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala begins in this chapter. He says, You said bihuri lahi. Sama to fil. actually is an imperfect verb. And what that means, it has no ending, alhamdulillah. And you've noticed perhaps in the Quran that sometimes this incredible action of glorifying Allah, as the Prophet said, very beautifully, that Subhanallah, Alhamdulillahi, Tamlabu Ma'bine al-Samawat wal-Ard. The professor said that when you say Subhanallah and you say Alhamdulillah, you feel that you feel the scales of the heavens, Subhanallah, with with this khayy. So Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says, You sabbihu li Allahi ma fi Samawat wa ma fi Al-Ard. That everything in the heavens and the earth Without an ending, subhanAllah. تَفْقَهُونَ تَسْبِيحَهُ Allah says that you don't understand the way that the other creatures around you are making tasbih of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But also we find in the Qur'an something really cool. And that is that it's used in the past. Tense, Surah Al-Hadid and Surah Al-Hashar. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, سَبَّحَ لِلَّهِ مَا wal everything has praised Allah. So some of our teachers said that Allah mentions His glory in the past and His glory in the present and in the future as if to say that there is not a moment in existence except that creation is glorifying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that brings us as human beings. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says a'la." So the bird, Being has the choice because Allah ordered us, Sabi His morab bikal a'ala. You must, you must glorify the name of your Lord. SubhanAllah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says to Sayyidina Abi, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, innahu kana waba. So between all of the creation around us, which is in a state of glorifying Allah Azza wa Jal, Allah gave us the Everything was presented distrust and it refused. Even the heavens and the mountains that human beings took distrust. That trust is zikr of Allah, Marif of Allah, and ibadah. So the first quality, what we're talking about, for those of you who joined us, are qualities that can allow us to live a life of faith and devotion. Qualities that we should inculcate now if we want to experience the revival of Islam in our lives. And the first is Dikr. The first is the remembrance of Allah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, فَذْكُرُونِي أَذْكُرُكُمْ Remember me, I will remember Don't be from those who, subhanallah, were negligent of Allah's remembrance. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Remember your Lord if you forgot Him. Subhanallah. So the first is super easy to start the path to Allah. To become a person on al mustaqim to become a serious Muslim, is to engage in dhikr, remembrance. And the best zikr we can say is that the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Sayyidina Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam he said the best thing that I and any of the Prophets before me said is La ilaha illallah. So this is the first quote. For those of you who are really listening, if you really want to experience a transformative Ramadan, this is the first thing you're going to start to work on. Is to say La ilaha illallah as you can. The Prophet sallallahu said, Manmat wahua yalam annahu la ilaha illallah daqal al-jannah. Whoever dies and they know well la ilaha illallah, they'll enter Jannah. There are two etiquettes of dhikr that we want to think about. Number one is understanding the meaning. MashaAllah, people are typing it in the chat box. La ilaha illallah alhamdulillah. The first is to think about the meaning of la ilaha illallah, and the second is to contextualize it within our own lives. As one of our teachers said, Dhikru, uh, wa The remembrance of Allah and the recitation of the Qur'an meets with our situations in life. Maybe some people, especially we have a lot of people who have embraced Islam, alhamdulillah, over the last few years and they cannot say la ilaha illallah you can also say allah 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 and it's actually unfortunate that some people have actually said saying the name of allah is bidah ya allah like what happened to the muslim ummah that now even they're fighting over the, the the name of their lord to say to make dhikr with the name of allah when allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the quran Remember the name of your Lord. What is the name of our Lord? Allah orders us, you must remember the name of your Lord. Ma isma Rabbuna. What is the name of our Lord? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So here in the Quran is very clear. wa Tabattal Tabatila? And this is a sign that we have become lost. We are like Simba on the Lion King. We look subhanallah in the water, and we see a pig, but we are the greatest Ummah. We look in the water and we see a defeated people. We are Khayru Ummatil Uchrija'inas. We look in the water and we see a sinner, but Allah buhafu rahim. We forgot who we are. Because we forgot our deen. And the reason that we forgot our deen is we forgot to mention rabbul Arameen. That's why subhanAllah, I used to tell some of my students, al-dhikru Yajlibu al that الفكرة, excuse me. That remembrance causes us to think. تجلب marifa and when we think about what we say, this leads to cognition and understanding. تجلب العمل, and knowing leads to action. والعمل يجلب التوفيق. And acting leads to you seeing Allah Subhanahu wa Taala guiding you in your life. You got to take some risks. وَالْتَوْفِيقِ يَلِدُوا أَوْ يَجْلِبُوا الْمَحَبَّةُ And when we see Allah's guidance in our life, this causes us to love Allah. سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَى وَالْمَحَبَّةُ لَا تَجْلِبُوا إِلَّا الْجَنَّةُ And the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala only causes one thing to happen, and that's Jannah. So the first quality that we want to think about as we go through Ramadan. Because maybe we feel burdened. Maybe there's a lot going on. People have finals. May Allah make your exams easier for you, inshallah. Myself, I have a small child. You know, it's difficult. Right before Iftar, my two-year-old daughter was like, park, park. You know, right before Iftar, you basically feel like, man, I just want to wait. Just want to wait. Just want to wait. But my, my two-year-old, she came to me and she said, Baba, Bark Park. I want to go to the park. I say, Ya Allah. So we took her to the park. Man, almost passed out at the park. You know <laughs> what I mean? So we all like we all feel, you know, sometimes the struggle to maintain the worship in Ramadan. And that's for a very important reason that we'll talk about later. But a man he came to the Prophet because maybe some of you you're like, Man, I'm not really that good of a Muslim, you know, I'm struggling to get it right. My family may have not like furnish these things for me. That's okay, we still love you. You're still part of our family. My family didn't even believe in Allah. But a man, he came to the Prophet in a sound narration and he said, and he became Muslim in Medina. And he said, Oh Messenger of Allah, the Sharia has become difficult. He became Muslim in Mecca. He said, Oh Messenger of Allah, Alihi salatu salam. The Sharia is difficult. Like it used to be easy, but now it's a lot to do. There's something that you can show me that if I do it, alhamdulillah, I, I can, like, you know, make up for those things. And the Prophet said, keep your speech busy with the remembrance of Allah. So the first step, min usul al wusul, is la ilaha illallah. The second in Sultan masha'Allah, al-mariki al-qundusi al-azizil Hakim. Allah mentions these names, Al-Malik, Al-Quddus, Al-Aziz, Al-Hakim. And there's a reason why each one of these is mentioned, subhanAllah. Because when we know that Allah is Al-Malik, the one who controls all things, and He's Malik, the one who controls the micro and the macro, تَبَارَكَ الَّذِي بِيَدِهِ huwa وَهُوَ عَلَىٰ كُلِّ شَيْءٍ قَدِيرٍ Then I realize, I'm owned by Allah. إِنَّ اللَّهَ مِنَ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ وَأَمْوَالَهُمْ بِأَنَّ لَهُمُ الْجَنَّةِ Allah says that He purchased our lives and our property, the people of Iman. So to The next is al Quddus. Thank you, mashallah, Sadim, for helping out in, in, in typing notes. May Allah bless you. Imagine Sadim, every letter you get, Allahu Akbar get a lot of ajum, mashallah. Al-Qudus is the sacred, the pure. And this is one of the important qualities that we have with Tawheed is to recognize that all power, Yudab al-amra as ila al-ard, everything good, evil, bad, whatever comes my way is from Allah, alhamdulillah. The second Al-Qudus is that a Muslim has appreciation for the secular. The the the, the, the 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 excuse me, that a Muslim has appreciation for the sacred and runs in opposition to the sacred. Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Whoever honors the sacred things, this is a sign of taqwa. We live now in a society in an age. Largely dominated by a predatory economic system, which is rooted in creating heathenry and ripping any notions of the the sacred from people's hearts. Because if people don't believe in the sacred, they become uncritical consumers. And they support the beast. They feed the beast. I remember when I lived in Boston, the mayor of Boston, he said, MashaAllah, when the Muslims would go into neighborhoods, the crime rate would go down. That when the Muslims would go into neighborhoods, the liquor stores would be less. That when Muslims would move into labor uh, to, to, to neighborhoods, the predatory check cashing places on interest would shut down. Because a Muslim believes in the sacred. And that's why sometimes people hate us. They are envious of you because of what Allah has blessed you with. The Marifa of Allah in understanding that a faithful person has non-negotiables. And when we say that Allah is Al-Qudus, this means that we appreciate and honor his identification of what is obligatory to do, as well as what Allah has defined as sinful behavior. Al-Aziz, Al-Hakim, the powerful, the wise. So the second quality, mashallah, MashaAllah, of the believer is what Sadeem can help me type it out, is Tawheed. And not not theoretical Tawheed. This is the problem of the Muslims now. Everybody online fighting about theoretical Tawheed. But where is the practical Tawheed? Where is the acting, living Tawheed of the prophets? We find people now arguing over very, very secondary issues where the Muslim world is rocked by dictators, illiteracy, the, the continued Western imperial engagement in the Muslim world, economically, politically, militarily, and we have time to talk about theoretical issues. The Hindu Kush mountains are melting, and farmers in Pakistan, because of the global climate crisis, are not able, subhanAllah, to even grow their crops. But you and I are arguing over theoretical issues. When people in the Muslim community feel alone and isolated and that nobody cares for them. And you and I have time to talk about how we are arguing over secondary theoretical issues. What happened to this Ummah of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? Shah Wali the great scholar from Dahli, India. He said that the Sahaba in the Quran only asked the Prophet 13 questions. It wasn't about all that. It was about handling business. It was about the, that Iman led to a revival in a person's personality. So the first quality, MashaAllah, from the believers for Islamic revival in our lives, is remembrance of Allah. The second is functional Tawheed. And then what does Allah say? Who <laughs> pay attention Wallahi, this verse is incredible Allah subhanahu says the third thing is he sent the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam now we have some Muslims who will say can I love the messenger of Allah too much, is this shirk? ya Allah this is the same type of Muslim who says, Can I say Allah? Allah. Allah. We don't hate these people also. We don't we don't wanna create more fitna, but we need to teach these people. We said earlier, Allah says, rabbuhu Allah. Allah's name is Allah, and He orders me in the Quran to remember his name, Khalas. How could anyone be worried about loving the Messenger of Allah sallallahu too much? Allahu Akbar. When a man came to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa and he said, Ya Rasulullah, when I'm with you, I'm so happy. And when I'm alone with my family, I feel sad because I realize I won't be with you in Jannah. I wrote a poem in Arabic about this. jannati bidunak naaru, fa atamanna anakun ma'al abraru. فَاللَّهَ wrote مَعَى حَبِيبِكَ سَيِّدِنَا وَرَسُولِكَ أَحْمَدُ This poem has some mistakes because this one I was, you know, like first starting out in writing poetry in Arabic. It says, what? بِدُونِكْ نَارُ That my heaven without you is hell. يَا Allah. Jannati بِدُونِ مُحَمَّدٍ نَارُ The Prophet didn't tell him, you love me too much, you should fear Allah. You should stay away from me. Sayyidina Muhammad said, The person will be with who they love. So maybe I have sins. Maybe I have difficulties. Maybe I have shortcomings. As Ahmed Shawqi said, Sayyidina Shawqi said, I threw myself in front of the door of the head of the prophets. Meaning, My love of Sayyidina Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Insha'Allah will carry me Insha'Allah to salvation And success But Allah says the second The third thing is to have a relationship With the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam The first, dhikr, The second, Tawheed The third Is to have an intimate relationship with Al-Habib Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam And pay attention Allah Subh'anaHu Wa taala talks about the role of the Prophet in our lives يزكيهم الْكِتَابَ وَالْحِكْمَةِ that the Prophet's job is to purify us to recite the book and the ayat of Allah to teach us the Qur'an and wisdom look, actually the Prophet is the dua of Sayyidina Ibrahim alayhi salam who said and his son Ismail رَبَّنَا وَبَعَدْ فِيهِمْ رَسُولًا Sayyidina Ibrahim and Sayyidina Ismail said, Oh Allah, send to these Arabs a prophet who teach your book to them and wisdom and purify them. But Allah, he answered the dua, but look, he changed the order. Instead of talking about teaching and wisdom, he starts with what? Tazkiyat al-Akhlaq. So he says him." So Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala he changed the order of the dua to show us the importance of tasqiyah al nafs with tasfiyat al-akhlaq So Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala says yuzakkihum wa yu'allimuhum to teach us the book wal hikmah wa in kano min qablu la fi dalalin mubin Pay attention to this now. The beginning of the verse that talks about Sayyidina Muhammad sallallahu alaihi says that the Prophet was sent to illiterate people. Illiterate people, of course, is like a physical, a physical lack of knowledge. But then at the end of the verse it says, that internally also they were ignorant. Their inner state and their outer state is misguided until Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent them Sayyidina Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa So here we see something that a relationship with the Prophet is not only going to impact me in, in my spiritual situation but also in my physical life. So the first three qualities of a person aslul wusood ila alam al-ghuyub subhanahu wa ta'ala is to say la ilaha illallah abundantly, functional tawheed and to avoid the differences amongst the Muslims this is a waste of time, it's not changing anything, and the third Masha'Allah, thank you very much, is to have a relationship with Sayyidina Muhammad, my wife told me this too, Sayyidina Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam the fourth is to remember death Allah Subh'anaHu Wa ta'ala says, very beautifully, right? Uh, sorry, the fourth is not to fall into cynicism. Not to give up on the Ummah of the Prophet, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Allah Subh'anaHu Wa ta says, وَآخَرِينَ مِنْهُمْ بِهِمْ وَآخَرِينَ مِنْهُمْ أَيْ مِنْ مُحَمَّدٍ So after talking about the Sahaba and the blessings of the Sahaba and the early Muslims, Allah talks about us. Because sometimes we find some irresponsible content providers Telling Muslims of this age You're the worst, you're evil, you're no good You have no khayr in you But the Prophet said Kama Muslim Whoever says the people are destroyed is destroyed Kamara al-Bukhari also Cynicism towards Muslims And to fall into hating your fellow Muslim And to have cynicism towards your fellow Muslims is actually to be part of the extension of the colonial enterprise in Muslim lands that posited and located the Muslim as someone backwards, as someone not worth loving, not someone being cared for. But to love a Muslim is actually an act of liberation. That's why the Prophet called the love of each other, Ruhillah, the spirit of Allah. Because just as the Spirit of Allah brought life to Adam, the love we have for one another brings life to our hearts, alhamdulillah. So Allah mentions us in the Qur'an, بهم, That the later ummah will be united with the earlier ummah. When and where? At the kawthir of Sayyidina Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa So we should not fall into cynicism and given up on one another. Alhamdulillah, because Islam, Alhamdulillah, is this transformative power in our life. The Prophet wasallam, in a good hadith, he said, the, the later ummah, right, my ummah is like rain. You don't know which one is the best, the beginning or the end. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And the Prophet said about us, I would love to see our brothers and sisters. إِخْوَانَكَ يَا رَسُولَ اللَّهِ Are we not your brothers and sisters? قَالَ بَلْ أَنْتُمْ أَصْحَابِ No, no, you're my sahaba. But they are the ones that will come after us. Allah. The Prophet said, I would love to see them. So the fourth quality is not to have any malice or hatred for Muslims. We may differ. We can actually differ. That's fine. But subhanallah, how do we differ is very different than the rest of the world. So what are the qualities we talked about as we finished insha'Allah? Number one, the dhikr of Allah. La ilaha illallah. Number two, functional tawheed. Number three, a relationship with Sayyidina Nabi sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And number four, love of the ummah of the Prophet. As Sayyidina Imam al-Tahawi says, Al-Mu'minun awliya awliya'ur-Rahman. Sayyidina Imam al-Tahawi says, The believers, all of them, are the awliya of the Most Merciful. The fifth quality is remembrance of death. It's important that we remember death because it helps locate us morally and centers us and brings vision to our lives. The Prophet ﷺ said, dhikra الذِّكْرَ هَذِمًا لِذَتْ yani al The Prophet said, think about death frequently because it will destroy false pleasures. Sayyidina Umar ibn Abdul Aziz, when he would feel that he was negligent would subhanAllah go and sit in a in a in a grave and say, This this is where it's gonna matter, Ya Omar. This is where it's gonna matter. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions the communities that came before us and how what led them to be corrupted was love of dunya and forgetting the hereafter. <laughs> the الَّذِينَ حُمِّلُوا brooks, they carried their books like donkeys carry books. The followers of Sayyidina Musa عليه And what led to this corruption? Allah says, The death that you flee from, one day will meet you. ثُمَّ تُرَدُّونَ إِلَىٰ عَالِمِ الْغَيْبِ فَيُنَبِّئُكُمْ بِمَا كُنْتُمْ تَعْمَلُونَ And then you will be returned to the one who knows all things, the unseen and the seen. And Allah will inform you of everything you did. So belief in death, in certainty, in the hisab is crucial for someone on the way to Allah. Because that is going to create a healthy balance of fear and hope. So Alhamdulillah, the first page of al Jumu'ah, we took the following qualities. And Sadim, we're going to give you a free scholarship to my school. If you send me a message on Instagram, Alhamdulillah, because you took these amazing notes, we're going to give you a lifetime scholarship to Swiss, inshallah. The first one, we said, is the remembrance of Allah. The second one is Tawheed. The third is a relationship with the Prophet. Fourth is love for the ummah. And the fifth is dhikrun wal hisab, is remembering death and locating death in front of me. Not telling myself, you know, one day I got time. If you die tomorrow, you're old today, subhanAllah. And the last two qualities, Alhamdulillah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala warns us of the danger of being unhealthily attached to the glam, to the bling to the duniya He says "Subhanahu wa ta'ala ya ayyuhalladhina <speaking> amanu itha nudiya lis-salati min yawmil <Hebrew> jumu'ati fasau ila dhikrillahi wa dhru al-bay' Allah says when you are called to the jumu'ah prayer leave everything And that is a life of principles a life of dedication تِجَارَةُ عَنْ ذِكْرِ Those people who, their business transactions, the likes on the gram, the attention they get from non-Muslims, the glitz and the glam, that doesn't take them from Allah. That doesn't take them from Allah. Being popular, being accepted, being part of the current, doesn't take them from Allah. They have principles. And we all struggle, I struggle, every one of us struggles with principles. That's why we make tawbah. Sayyidina Shaykh Ahmad says, Al-wali kulluma waqa'atab. He said every time, mashallah, that a wali of Allah sins, they turn to Allah. So the, 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 the second uh, 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 excuse me, the sixth is having discipline and not allowing ourselves to be swayed by this mono culture that tries all with all its might to make us feel as though this dunya is Jannah <laughs> if you're working for this dunya like you're working for Jannah check yourself if I'm working for this dunya like I'm working for Jannah, let me check myself. And if I let go of the dunya, if I let go of the hereafter, seeking the dunya, then this means I believe that the permanence of the hereafter is not Subhanallah, is not really, really there in my heart. Man, the last is balance. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says. You know you find Muslims They want to come back to Allah They go super hard But this actually is a sign of selfishness This is hubris I'm going hard So you get you get the pleasure out it. It's not for Allah it's So you can feel good But we don't worship Allah for a feeling Whoever worships Allah for a feeling Worships the feeling And we find people who go too far laxed. But Allah says, after the prayer is done, Go and work. Go and seek your livelihood. So although we monitor our unhealthy attachments to the dunya, we still have to use the dunya, mashallah. And at the end of this chapter, we find this illustrated very beautifully. وَإِذَا رأوا تِجَارَةً ونفضوا إِلَيْهَا Allah is talking about something that happened, subhanAllah, in the time of the companions of the Prophet And that is, he was giving the Jumu'ah khutbah, and a, a caravan came into Medina, and there were musicians playing music according to al tabari and there was people selling stuff and business and they all ran out of the Juma prayer. <laughs> to go go take part in the dunya. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Wa And here you learn something also. Or that's You? He says, When somebody, you know, somebody saw it. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't want to shame people. When they see business, Here's music. In faddu, they flee. وَتَرَكُوكَ And they left you, O Muhammad Qa'ima, standing by yourself. This is that illustration of the point I made earlier about the balance between principles and worship. Principles and dunya. So what do we take quickly, alhamdulillah, as we finish, inshallah, these seven qualities, from, MashaAllah. shuhat al-jum'ah, huysa aslul wusul ila Alam al-ghuyub subhanahu wa ta'ala. The first is dhikr. The second, and in, in particular, la ilaha illallah. The second is functional tawheed, not theoretical tawheed. The third is having a relationship with Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam fourth is loving this ummah that the prophet loves sallallahu alaihi wasallam the fifth is locating death as a place that will allow us to gps our life alhamdulillah correctly the sixth is principles and balance right not allowing the glam of the, the glam of the gram I mean, it's interesting, it's called TikTok, right? Because we believe that every minute, every second tick of the clock, we're going to be held accountable for that. So how are we using those things? And how are they impacting us? And how are they impacting our faith and our relationship with Allah? And then finally, balance. Alhamdulillah. So these are the usool and how do we want to start our faith? Remembrance of Allah, functional tawheed, relationship with the Prophet, loving the Ummah, locating death, balancing between principles and the struggle of dunya, and then having tawazun in umur, balance. Alhamdulillah, for those of you who know, tomorrow at Swiss we actually have two classes. I hate to self promote, I don't like doing it. We have two classes. One is going to start tomorrow at 1.30, at 1 o'clock, inshallah, the infographic of the Quran. And then an hour and a half before Iftar here in New York City on the East Coast. We're going to have a short class on prayer with purpose. You know, how can we improve our prayer? For those of you who know, I run an online school. If you appreciate the work I do, alhamdulillah, feel free to visit suhaibweb.com. It's $9.99 a month, man. We have Swiss students in the chat box they can tell you their experiences the amount of information the amount of resources that you have access to we believe is extremely important we have people memorizing the quran we have almost 300 people on scholarship alhamdulillah some of them actually in gujarat who converted as hindus and are hiding subhanallah their islam uh, from their families we have a large number of young people mashallah also who have you know like sadim who's taken the notes right that we, Alhamdulillah. I'll make sure that we furnish them with an educational opportunity so i want to encourage you inshallah if you can go to swahibub.com nine dollars and 99 cents for your whole family mashallah so if you appreciate the work that we do in the style that we do alhamdulillah support us right support the efforts uh, as we try to really do something that we think will be beneficial for the Muslim Ummah who speaks English. Insha'Allah, every week we'll try to come Friday night and do some small reminders. Tonight, alhamdulillah, was this short reflection on sort al-Jumu'ah and how Sult al-Jumu'ah gives us really seven foundations for trying to live a better life, a life of dedication and faith. If there's any questions, I'm happy to take your questions, insha'Allah. Now, uh, ask Allah swt, to bless you as well as to our requests. And to keep you, inshallah, strong. Uh, please pray for my mom's friend. She is on the vent, says two months, inshallah. Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bi asma'ihi kulliha and yashfiha, inshallah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala cure her, bless her, ya al alame. I got my teeth pulled. What to do? Yeah, so just make up the day you missed it. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for you, man. That's that's certainly not a, a simple a simple thing, right? Getting your teeth pulled is, is never... Uh, Simple situation. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for you. Ahi. Uh, you can send those notes to whoever you want. Alhamdulillah. And if you want, you can send them to me, and I'll, I'll post I'll post the notes on my story, so I can screenshot them with your permission, and then inshallah we will we will um, share them there. bless your mother and increase her in khair ya may Allah bless her and raise her inshallah ya no you don't have to make dua for people that you dislike or even hate right? you know, you don't have to make dua for them alhamdulillah Mashallah. welcome we have someone that's new here may Allah bless you is visiting the graves a form of ibadah of course this is the, 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 the sunnah of the prophet sallam, who said I sought permission from my lord to visit my mother's grave and eventually he gave him permission, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, to visit the graves. And we know the Sahaba, they used to visit the graves. Sayyidina Ali, Karramallah Wajah, used to visit the grave and say, you know, this is this is where it's going to matter. Right? Wa alaykum salam from Indonesia, mashallah. We actually have a, a number of teen programs and we'll be starting, we just finished last week, our teen programs for, at Swiss. We have almost 400 youth, Alhamdulillah, in our programs with myself and Ustaz Abdul Karim, And we'll start, inshallah in summer again, the life of the Prophet, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, as well as some other programs we're working on, insha'Allah. You can go to the graves on any on any time. Alhamdulillah, it's a Sunnah of the Prophet, sallallahu alaihi wasallam. He said, Kuntu nahi tukum ala He said, "You know, I used to prohibit people from visiting the graves, but now you should visit them." Alhamdulillah. So, absolutely, this is we need to stay away from some of this. This is an innovation. You should, the way of the early Muslims was to visit graves. Alhamdulillah as it reminds us of death we ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless each and every one of you and keep you in khair against sadim thank you for taking those amazing notes as well as everyone else may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala unite us with the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam and and revive the beautiful ummah of sayyidina rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam wasallallahu wa sallam wa barak ala sayyidina muhammad ala wa sah- ala alihi wa ashabihi ومن اهتدى بهديهم سنتهم بسنتهم حتى تقوم الساعة السلام عليكم
0: ورحمة الله وبركاته